1: This morning, family tragedy. A mother and her three children found dead in their Melbourne home. Police spend the night looking for evidence as they speak with the devastated husband and father. Hitting back, Queensland Health rejects claims a woman taken to hospital from a Brisbane quarantine hotel caught a ride share back before testing positive to the UK COVID strain. The Australian Open rocked Andy Murray in isolation after testing positive to coronavirus. And Siegfried Fischbacher, half of the famous magician duo Siegfried and Roy, dies aged 81.
2: This is 7 News with Jodie Spears.
1: Good morning. A heartbreaking family tragedy has unfolded in Melbourne with a mother and her three children found dead in their home. Investigators have worked through the night to process the scene as they try to piece together what happened.
3: Tomislav Perinovich helped into a police car, his family dead.
4: Difficult to comprehend.
3: The 48-year-old called 000 around midday. Police swarmed the Tullamarine home, finding the bodies of the man's wife and three children inside. 42-year-old Katie, 3-year-old son Matthew and daughters Anna and Claire, aged just five and seven.
5: They're a really, really, really lovely young family. Devastated. It's so close to home. These are people who've spent time in my home, you know. My kids love their kids. How am I going to tell my kids?
3: Their father now being questioned by police as well as another woman as the homicide squad investigates the possibility of a murder-suicide.
4: It's upsetting. upsetting. I know the family, I've known them for a while and it just doesn't gel.
3: Police say the family lived at the home together and had no history of family violence.
2: He's a person of interest and he's
3: assisting police with their inquiries. Relatives, friends and neighbours now left grappling with the unthinkable loss of four lives. Georgia Holland, 7 News.
1: Queensland Health is rejecting claims of potential safety breaches at a quarantine hotel after reports two people left Brisbane's Grand Chancellor hours before testing COVID positive. A woman accompanied her father to hospital for unrelated medical treatment and later tested positive to a mutant strain of the virus. The Health Department says all protocols were followed with guests transported by Queensland Ambulance Service while in appropriate PPE. Officials say the reports the daughter caught a rideshare back to the hotel are untrue. It comes as the Queensland Premier pushes for returned travellers to be sent to regional mining camps in a bid to contain the virus.
3: If we are dealing with a strain which is up to 70% more infectious, I think we need to be really serious about it.
1: Queensland reported four new cases of COVID yesterday, all in hotel quarantine. The fight to contain coronavirus in New South Wales is looking promising after the state recorded no new cases for the first time in a week. But the concern now is mutant strains of the virus. 18 cases have so far been detected in travellers returning to Sydney, 13 carrying the UK variant, 5 the South African one. It's prompted safety audits by health authorities so the virus won't escape hotel quarantine. The Australian Open has been rocked by COVID, with Andy Murray testing positive and now isolating at home in London. It means the 33-year-old will miss the 36-hour window that began yesterday for players and officials to arrive in Australia to serve 14 days quarantine. While Murray is in doubt, American player Tennis Sangren has been allowed to board a chartered flight, despite recently testing positive. Victorian Police Minister Lisa Neville is defending that decision, saying His positive result was reviewed by health experts and determined to be viral shedding from a previous infection. Adding, no one who is COVID positive for the first time or could still be infectious will be allowed in. Siegfried Fischbacher of famed illusionist act Siegfried and Roy has died overnight. The renowned magician passed away at his home in Las Vegas following a battle with pancreatic cancer. The duo, known for their work with large cats, put on shows for decades around the world. His death comes just eight months after his business partner passed away from COVID-19 complications. Fischbacher was 81. A father of two is in a critical condition after being attacked by a shark during a morning swim in a Perth river. 54-year-old Cameron Rathall was bitten on his upper thigh and has undergone emergency surgery. He was pulled out and saved by two kayakers. We
2: tried to um, prevent further bleeding by applying pressure to to the wound Uh, and Kieran uh, took his top off and wrapped it around the, the wound.
1: There hasn't been a shark attack in the Swan River for more than 50 years, but experts say bull sharks are attracted to its fresh water. Donald Trump has spoken after becoming the only US president to be impeached twice. Ten Republicans broke ranks in a vote to side with the Democrats. The president remained silent on his congressional charge of inciting insurrection, but condemned the deadly Capitol riots in a video from the Oval Office.
5: No true supporter of mine could ever endorse political violence.
1: Security across Washington is being bolstered, with crowds now banned for Joe Biden's inauguration next week. For more, we will go live to the US a little later in the bulletin. Google's ongoing battle with media companies has ramped up, with the tech giant admitting it has blocked access to news websites. Political reporter Rob Scott joins me now from Canberra. Good morning Rob, it's part of an experiment.
4: Well, that is what Google is saying. Yes, Jody. essentially what it's doing is it's preventing some local users from uh, seeing Australian news websites when going through its search engine protocols. And for a company which runs more than 94% of search traffic in Australia, that is having a big impact on media businesses. The move comes as the federal government tries to pass new legislation which would force Google and Facebook to pay commercial news outlets for the original content that they produce. The Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, is not happy. The
5: digital giants should focus on paying for original content, not blocking it.
4: Google says it's running the experiment to measure the impacts of uh, news businesses and its search engine on each other, and that it will only affect about 1% of search users in Australia. Now, despite campaigning against the government's proposed laws, Google says it remains committed to getting a workable code in place, one that is, uh, that is suitable for all sides. It says the experiment will end next month. Jodie.
1: Okay, Rob, thank you. Even with the job market picking up, many Australians won't be going back to the same old workplace. As the nation emerges from the COVID crisis, a surprising number of Aussies have decided now's the time to reskill.
2: Before COVID, mother of two Natalie Chasen was a human resources project leader. But her project for 2021 is find a new job.
5: I'm looking for an organisation that values its staff and also understand the requirements and the needs of the people that work for them from a family
2: perspective. A LinkedIn survey found it's a quest shared by many
1: Australians. COVID has given us a lot of time for us to introspect and rethink in terms of how we can refocus our career.
2: 33% of all respondents aim to switch jobs this year. Among younger people, it's a whopping 42%. And with time on their side, 16% of young job seekers intend to upskill or retrain. Switching jobs at any age is tough, but it's even harder for women. Almost three in four find job-seeking highly stressful, and one in three say they lack the confidence to land a new position. Being well-prepared can ease the pressure. Have knowledge about the individual that is interviewing you. Know everything about the business and know why that business should employ you. LinkedIn is staging an online jobs boot camp from next Monday. Helen Wellings, Seven News
1: Anyone looking for an immune boost has been warned not to bother with vitamin D. An Australian study has found the supplement can shorten cold symptoms but won't stop people getting sick in the first place.
5: With the world in the grip of a coronavirus pandemic, researchers were eager to learn whether vitamin D could help boost immunity or even prevent respiratory infections. However...
3: We generally found that taking a vitamin D supplement is unlikely to reduce your risk of getting a cold or the flu.
5: The results of the five-year clinical trial did reveal some benefits.
3: I'd only had one cold in the five years and I thought, gee, I've done so well out of this.
5: But regular supplements of vitamin D didn't stop participants from falling ill. The study by the Queensland Institute of Medical Research included 16,000 Australians between the ages of 60 and 84. Each person was given either regular doses of vitamin D or a placebo every month for five years. Patients taking the supplements did recover from colds and flu more quickly, but only by half a day.
3: We need to treat people who are deficient, but it's a case of more is not necessarily better.
5: The study will now be expanded to learn about the effects of vitamin D on other health conditions, including cancer, depression and heart disease. I am on vitamin D right now.
1: Christy Mayer, 7 News. Children's intensive care wards in London are being used to treat adults with coronavirus as hospitals struggle to cope with a surge in patients. Vaccines are now being rolled out in pharmacies across the UK. The government's expected to ban flights from Brazil, fearing a mutant strain could be resistant to treatment. It comes as a study from Britain's Peak Health Body has found immunity acquired from an infection could last five months, providing an 83% chance of protection. The World Health Organisation has arrived in China to investigate the origin of COVID-19. Ten members from the team, including zoologists, respiratory experts and infectious diseases specialists, have arrived. After hotel quarantine, they'll go to Wuhan, visiting hospitals, labs and the wet market, where the virus is believed to have first broken out. The long-awaited probe is due to wrap up next month. Belgian police have arrested more than 100 demonstrators, including 30 children, after a Black Lives Matter rally turned violent in the capital. Windows were shattered and rubbish thrown across the street as protesters hurled projectiles and set fires. The group was marching after a 23-year-old black man died in police custody. A judge is now investigating his sudden death. There's an ominous warning for the Queen, with a raven from the Tower of London feared dead. Six of the captive birds must reside at the grounds, but one of them can't be found. Their presence is believed to protect the crown. A superstition holds that if one of them is lost, Britain will fall. Experts say Merlina likely went foraging due to a lack of visitors no longer providing food. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading up, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE rose, and Germany's DAX closed higher. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei finished the session higher, so did Hong Kong's Hang Seng. The All Lords and the ASX 200 both closed up. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,846 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 56.96 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying almost 78 US cents, 80.7 Japanese yen, and a dollar seven New Zealand. There's been a shock twist in the story of Joe, the wayward racing pigeon, who found his way from Alabama to Melbourne after getting lost during a race. The Federal Agriculture Department has told the man who found him the pigeon will need to be euthanised.
4: I said, are you going to put it into quarantine? She said, no, um, we will euthanise it. I thought, this is just so unfair.
1: Officials say birds arriving from overseas pose a disease threat. Drastic security measures are being put in place for Joe Biden's presidential inauguration following Donald Trump's second impeachment. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington. Good morning, Ash. What has the response been to yesterday's historic vote?
0: Good morning, Jody. Well, 24 hours after Donald Trump's impeachment, the blows just keep coming for the president and he is running out of avenues and platforms to be able to express his frustration with Snapchat becoming the latest social media uh, platform to ban the president. Uh, Fractures too within the president's inner circle. Reports this morning that the president has asked his staff to stop paying Rudy Giuliani's legal fees, one of the few loyal allies left around the president. Uh, The FBI continuing its investigation into the siege at the Capitol last Wednesday. An Olympic gold medal swimmer among those who have now been charged with illegally storming the Capitol. An unprecedented, extraordinary security operation underway here in D.C., not just at the Capitol, right around the city with police taking the uh, incredible step of announcing that they will shut down the entire National Mall on Inauguration Day. This will be a day that will look very vastly different to the last inauguration four years ago jody
1: thanks ash in sports sydney debutante will Pakovsky has been ruled out of australia's last test against india the 22 year old was restricted to the sidelines as his teammates prepared for their fourth and final battle today the empty openers positions going to marcus harris
0: someone that we certainly enjoy having in and around our group and uh, someone that we've got full confidence in
1: Harris hasn't played a test match since the Ashes series in 2019. Joe Burns is making an impact in the Big Bash after being dropped from the Australian test side, eliminating Mackenzie Harvey with this one-handed screamer as the Brisbane Heat cruised to a five-wicket win over the Melbourne Renegades. With bat in hand, he hit an unbeaten 31 off 15 balls, Brisbane moving up to fifth on the Big Bash ladder. West Tigers fans can breathe easy. David Nofaluma is staying put. The Dally M Winger of the Year has re-signed for four years through to the end of 2025. It tends to be a one-club man. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the members and fans um, appreciate those, those, those type of uh, players. And Wayne Bennett has stepped down as Marone's coach to focus on delivering a premiership for Souths. Bernard Tomek says he had to risk his life flying to Qatar during the pandemic to play in the Australian Open qualifiers. The first batch of players touched down in Melbourne a short time ago to begin two weeks of hotel quarantine. Tomek, who beat John Patrick Smith in Doha to reach the main draw, is the only Aussie who made it through the qualifiers. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating cloud and thunderstorms over the north of the country. Further south, a trough is bringing high level cloud and storms over northeastern New South Wales. A low in south central WA is producing cloud and isolated storms. A cold front is bringing cloud to southern Victoria and Tasmania. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, sunny, heading for a top of 32 degrees. Sydney, partly cloudy, 29. Canberra, mostly sunny, 28. Melbourne, showers and 20. 17 in Hobart with showers. Partly cloudy for Adelaide, heading for 21 degrees. Perth, sunny and 33. And a possible storm, also 33 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 15th of January.